Unity Christian Fellowship, welcome to our Sunday Cell Celebration. So, kamusta po kayo sa inyong mga tahanan? Okay ba kayo? Uh, I hope and I pray na wala po sa atin ang merong may sakit o merong nararamdaman ngayon, no? Dahil si Lord yun nagpaprotect sa atin at nag-iingat sa atin. So, welcome po. So, to start our uh, Sunday Cell Celebration and this preaching topic, uh, una sa lahat, pray muna tayo. Let's close our eyes and let's bow down. To the Lord. Yes, Heavenly Father, we praise you. We thank you, Panginoon. Salamat po for this day, God. Bigay niyo po sa amin. Thank you for allowing us, Panginoon, to hear your message, your word, Panginoon, yung araw na to. And I pray na ikaw po yung mag-lead sa amin, Lord. And uh, kahit hindi po kami magkakasama, Lord God, physically, Lord, yung iba po sa amin ay nanonood. Lord God, sa kanila pong mga cellphone, sa TV, or sa laptop, Lord, I pray na ikaw po ang mag-reveal ng inyong salita, Panginoon. And I pray, Lord, that you continue to allow your Holy Spirit to lead us, Panginoon, and to reveal your word to us. And uh, ayan niyo po, Panginoon, na ma-receive ma ma namin, Panginoon, yung message mo for today, that you want us to be victorious in every battle of our life, Lord God. We thank you, Panginoon. We bless you. We honor you in Jesus' name. Amen, amen, amen. Amen. So, yan. Bago tayo mag-start sa ating topic, meron muna akong question na, na itatanong sa inyo. First question, nasubukan mo na ba o naranasan mo na ba na makasali sa isang competition, sa contest, o kahit anong klaseng laban? Na-experience mo ba yun? Taas mo kamay mo kung na-experience mo na. And, pangalawang tanong ko, ano ang goal mo kapag sumasali ka sa isang competition, sa isang contest o sa isang laban? Pangatlo, kapag nandun ka na sa laban at may nakita ka o uh, isa na mas magaling sa'yo, mas malakas sa'yo, mas matalino sa'yo, or parang uh, nakita mo na mas matindi yung advantage niya kaysa sa'yo, ano yung nararamdaman mo or ano yung na-feel mo every time na nandun ka sa battle or nandun ka sa competition or nandun ka sa contest o kahit anong mga klase ng Laban. So, today, sasagutin natin yung tanong na yan through our topic and samahan nyo ako sa key text natin sa 1 Samuel chapter 17, verse 32 to 51. So, ang headings dito, David kills Goliath. Verse 32, don't worry about this Philistine, David told Saul. I'll go fight him. Don't be ridiculous, Saul, Saul replied. There's no way you can fight this Philistine and possibly win. You're only a boy and he's been a man of war since his youth. But David persisted. I have been taking care of my father's sheep and goat, he said. When a lion or bear comes to steal a lamb from the flock, I go after it with a club and rescue the lamb from its mouth. If the animal turned to me, I catch it by the jaw and club it to death. I have done this to both lions and bears and I'll do it to this pagan Philistine too. For he has defied the armies of the living God. The Lord who rescued me from the claws of the lion and the bear will rescue me from this Philistine. Saul finally consented. Alright, go ahead. He said, and may the Lord be with you. Then Saul gave David his own armor, a bronze helmet and a coat of mail. David put it on, strapped the sword over it and took a step or two to see what it was like for he had never worn such things before. I can't go in this, he protested to Saul. I am not used to them. So David took them off again. 
He pick up five smooth stones from a stream and put them into shepherd's bag. Then armed only with his shepherd's staff and sling, he started across the valley to fight the Philistine. Goliath walked out toward David with his shield bearer ahead of him, sneering in contempt at this ruddy-faced boy. Am I a dog? He roared at David, that you come with me, at me with a stick, and he cursed David by the name of his gods. Come over here and I'll give your flesh to the birds and wild animals, Goliath yelled. David replied to the Philistine, You come to me with sword, spear, and javelin, but I come to you in the name of the Lord of heaven's armies, the God of the armies of Israel, whom you have defied. Today, the Lord will conquer you, and I will kill you and cut off your head. And then I will give the dead bodies of your men to the birds and wild animals, and then the whole world will know that the Lord rescues his people, but not with sword and spear. This is the Lord's battle, and he will give you to us. As Goliath moved closer to attack, David quickly ran out to meet him. Reaching into his shepherd's bag and taking out a stone, he hurled it with his sling and hit the Philistine in the forehead. The stone sunk in, and Goliath stumbled and fell face down on the ground. So David triumphed over the Philistine with only a sling, a sling and a stone, for he had no sword. Then David ran over and pulled Goliath's sword from its sheath. David used it to kill him and cut off his head. So, ang ganda ng story na praise God for the word. And bago tayo makarating dito sa verse 32 ng 1 Samuel 17, konti yung ano lang, i-brief na isasummarize ko lang, I mean, yung ating, uh, yung nangyari before this. So, in verse 1 ng 1 Samuel chapter 17, ang Israelite ay kinakaharap ang battle kalaban ang Philistine. So, they are on the other side of the mountain, kaharap nila, kalaban nila, at nandun ang, sa pagitan nila ay ang uh, Valley of Ela. So, uh, ang laban nila sa Philistine ay hindi normal. Why? Merong, sa ang Philistines ay merong isang champion na ang nagnangalang Goliath. So, dinescribe siya sa Bible as nine, over 9 feet tall. So, kung iisipin mo, napakatangkad ni Goliath. Di ba? And, kumbaga, sa, sa NBA, mas matangkad pa nga siya kay Yao Ming. Di ba? Parang ganun, ganun kalaki si Goliath kumpara dun sa mga uh, kasama niya. And, sa lahat ng nandoon, si Goliath yung pinakamalaki sa kanila. And, Ang ginagawa ni Goliath, everyday, uh, lumalabas siya dun sa, um, sa Philistine camp, pumunta siya dun sa front line or sa battle line, at ginagawa niya, dinidefy niya, inahamak niya yung um, army ng Israel. So, dahil sa araw-araw na ginagawa niya yun, natakot yung mga Israelites sa kanya. Every time nalalabas siya, ang bawat Israelite soldiers, they are um, trembling in fear. They, are, they were shaken because of this giant, because of this Goliath. And sa life natin, may ganun ding, ano, may, may mga ganun ding pagkakataon that um, we are facing some giants in our life. We are facing battles in our life, no? And dun sa una kong question kanina, ano ba yung goal natin every time na sumasali tayo or 
uh, naroon tayo sa sa contest, sa laban or sa any competition. Ang goal natin is to be victorious. So, sa life natin, dapat ang goal din natin ay ma-defeat or matalo natin yung mga giants na kinakaharap natin sa ating mga buhay. So, there are giants in our life that we need to um, overcome and we need to be victorious. And, ang title nga pala ng ating topic is Victorious Life. Meaning, ano yung kailangan natin gawin in order for us to be victorious in every battle in our lives. Because there are giants in our lives. Amen? Merong, ikaw ba, naka, nakasalubong ka na ng giant? Nakasalubong ka na ng higante? So, kung sa physical, maaaring hindi pa. Pero, there are giants in our lives ako saan na-encounter natin ito. Ano ba yung mga giants? Giants are giants ay yung mga mga bagay na sa tingin natin ay napakalaki na kung minsan ino-overwhelm tayo nito at nakakalimutan na natin na na meron tayong lakas sa loob natin para i-overcome yung bagay na yun. So, giants, ang purpose niya is sa, ang ginagawa niya sa life natin, ni-intimidate tayo, ino-overwhelm tayo, tinatakot tayo. So, ano-ano yung mga giants sa buhay ng, uh, ng mga tao? So, pwedeng ang giant sa life natin ay fi- sa finances natin. Pwedeng may mga giants ka na utang hindi mo mabayaran, o meron kang mga hinuhulugan na hindi matapos-tapos, may utang ka na napakalaki or may problema ka financially. Laging kulang. So, yun, ano, sample siya ng financial giants or gulayat sa sa ating buhay. So, marami pang, ano, marami pang example ng giant. For example, problema sa bahay, magulong pamilya, broken family. These are um, giants or gulayats in our life that we need to face and we need to overcome kinakailangan natin magkaroon ng victory. And other uh, other example of Goliath is yung mga sakit. Uh, physically, may sakit. Meron tayong nagkakaroon tayo ng sakit. Uh, for example, um, diabetes. Example, hypertension. Pagiging high blood. And ngayon, napapanahon, di ba? Yung COVID-19. Sobrang laking hamon sa atin for today na na tayo ay ano, 'di ba, nagkakaroon ng fear, nai-inflict yung fear sa atin. But there is a good news for us for today's topic that we can be victorious sa, sa bawat giants na kinakaharap natin sa buhay. So, makikita natin 'yon sa kung paano nag-respond si David sa battle na kinaharap nila at ng Israel or ng Israelites army. So, our topic is victorious life. So, what we need to do or what must I do to be victorious in every battle in life? Number one, David's perspective differs from others. Isa sa mga bagay na makikita natin sa buhay ni David ay iba yung perspective niya kesa sa nakakarami or kesa dun sa iba yung perspective niya kumpara dun sa mga kasama niya ng mga Israelite armies. So he didn't see what everyone saw. Hindi niya nakita yung giant as a problem. Israelite soldiers so so Goliath as an invincible giant, but David saw it as an opportunity. 
So sinabi doon na hindi nakita ni David si Goliath bilang isang malaking problema, isang malaking challenge sa kanila or hamon sa kanila, pero nakita niya ito as an opportunity. Opportunity for what? Opportunity to win? Ah, may, mga, may bago akong makakalaban. It's an opportunity to win. Diba? Para sobrang tapang ni David. Ganun yung, ano niya, ganun yung mindset niya. It's an opportunity to experience new things. Sino ba naman yung um, nakatalo na sa, sa Goliath or sa Giant, di ba? Gusto rin ni David na magkaroon ng bagong experience. It is time or opportunity to do, develop something new sa kanya. It is time to glorify God in his life. Di ba? It is um, time or opportunity to share uh, how good or how great God is sa kalagitnaan ng mga uh, mga tao nandoon and even to the whole world sabi nga ni David. And right now, itong COVID-19 ba? Itong quarantine natin na na-experience natin today, are you looking at it? Ang perspective mo ba dito ay problema or worries or ang ang perspective mo dito ay opportunity? Ang quarantine ba nung, nung narinig mo ito? Diba? Ang naisip mo ba agad ay opportunity opportunity ito para makapag-pray, opportunity ito para makipag-usap kay Lord, opportunity ito para mas matuto, makapag-devotion, makalapit kay Lord ng buong-buong oras ko. Yun ba yung tingin mo dito sa ano sa sa quarantine or sa na-experience ng bawat isa sa atin ngayon? Is it an opportunity or is it a problem for you na paano na yung pangkain ko, paano na yung allowance ko, paano na yung trabaho? Paano na yung um, panggastos namin ngayong no work, no pay, di ba? Is it a problem for us or is it an opportunity na nakikita natin? Sabi doon, David saw his situation, David saw the giant na na-encounter na, na, na nila as an opportunity. opportunity. How many of us na when we face in a difficult situation, ang nakikita natin ay opportunity? Or, ikaw, or tayo yung tao, kapag kumaharap sa ganong, sa mahirap na situation, difficult situation, overwhelming situations in our lives, ang nakikita mo ay worries. Puro worries. Remember, like, yung mga soldiers, uh, Israelite soldiers, I mean, when they saw Goliath, they, they worried. Remember, they are warriors. Pero, uh, they are warriors, they knew how to fight, They, they have records of winning. Meron silang um, record na kaya nilang manalo sa bawat laban, pero sila ay nag-worry. And sometimes, um, katulad ng mga Israelites, minsan sa buhay natin ay nagiging ganun din tayo. We are warriors in nature, but when we face giants, when we um, encounter overwhelming situations in our lives, when we encounter difficult situations, we become, we became Warriors. Na-overcome tayo, na-overwhelm tayo at hindi natin nakikita yung opportunity. So, sino ba yung mga warriors? Sino ba yung mga taong nag-worry? Sila yung mga taong laging takot. Sila yung taong laging namumroblema. Na kapag may dumating na sitwasyon sa buhay, ang laging nakikita nila ay puro negative. Puro, um, puro kahirapan at hindi opportunity para matuto. Hindi opportunity para magamit ng Lord. So, sila yung mga laging takot. Kapatid, worrying cannot add something good into your life. Ang worries 
wala yang maidadagdag na mabuting bagay sa ating buhay. So, Matthew chapter 6, verse 27 says, So which one of you, by worrying, could add anything in your life? Sabi sa The Passion Translation. So, in this verse, sinasabi sa atin na walang maidadagdag ang worry sa buhay natin. Ni katiting. Sa halip, ang nangyayari pa nga, binabawasan ito yung buhay natin. So, in, sa paanong paraan, binabawasan niya or ninanakaw niya yung joy na meron ka para ma-appreciate mo yung life. Binabawasan niya yung life mo every time na namamroblema ka, nai-stress ka. Diba? Nai-stress ka, nakakaisip ka ng mga negative thoughts, nakakaisip ka ng mga negative na bagay, na imbis na masolve mo yung problema mo, mas lalo pang nag-lead sa'yo sa problema. And dahil na-stress ka na, possible na dahil sa stress mo, mag-acquire ka ng iba't ibang klase ng sakit, katulad ng um, hypertension, di ba? Yung, yung mga ganong klase ng sakit. And malalaman natin, or masasabi natin, na hindi talaga ito makakapagdetect sa atin. Sa halip, yung buhay natin ay pwede pang mawala sa atin because, or when we worry. So what does the Bible tells us about worrying? Ano bang sinasabi sa atin ng Bible? patungkol sa pag-aalala or pamamroblema. In Matthew chapter 6, verse 21, it says that, Therefore, sabi ng Panginoon, Therefore, do not worry, saying, What shall we eat? What shall we drink? Or what shall we wear? So, the Bible says, it clearly says na, Do not worry. Huwag daw tayong mangamba, huwag tayong magproblema, or huwag tayong mag-alala sa kakainin mo, sa iinumin mo, sa isusuot mo. Na ngayon, 'di ba? Um, sobrang ano, sobrang laganap yung worries sa paligid natin. Ano yung kakainin ko mamaya? Ano yung kakainin ko bukas? Kakasya pa ba yung pera ko for this day? Kakasya pa ba to sa mga susunod na araw? Wala pa yung sweldo. Uh, wala na kaming sa sweldohin, walang trabaho, hindi makalabas ng bahay. So sabi ng Panginoon, huwag tayong mag-worry. But instead, ano yung kailangan nating gawin? Everything na nag-worry. What we need to do when we worry. So, ano, paano kung nag-worry ka na? And gusto mo maitama yung worries mo. Gusto mo uh, palitan yung worries mo. Sabi sa mat, sabi dito sa Philippians 4, verse 6 to 7, Don't worry about anything. So, inulit-ulit. Kanina, do not worry. Sinabi ng Matthew chapter 6. But sa Philippians chapter 4, verse 6, sinabi din, Do not worry about anything. Instead, Instead, yung instead, it is a shift of perspective. Yung instead na word na to, ito ay pagpapalit ng perspective mo. Nakatulad ng ginawa ni David, he, he, he is different in his perspective. So, sabi ng Panginoon, huwag kang mag-worry. Instead, palitan mo yung perspective mo, pray about everything. So, every time pala na nag-worry ka, ang kailangan mo gawin is simply to pray. Every time you worry, You need to pray about anything. Sabi ng Panginoon, tell God what you need and thank Him for all He has done. So, pasalamatan mo yung Panginoon sa sitwasyon mo. Pasalamatan mo yung Panginoon sa nai-experience mo or kinakaharap mo. And then, mawawala yung worries mo in life. What we need to do when we worry? We need to pray. We need to tell God. We need to ask God. And we need to thank God sa mga bagay na na-experience natin. See, you need to have a different perspective when you are facing giants in life. Doon pa lang, panalo ka na eh. Na nakita mo yung 
problema as an opportunity, meron kang natutun, meron kang bagay na napulot o nakuha. Una pa lang, victorious ka na dun sa, sa part na yun. Pasalamat ka sa Diyos at manalangin. When we learn to practice this, we will surely have victory in our lives. And this is God's promise. Kapag uh, hindi ka na nag-worry, natuto ka na mag-pray, hindi ka na nag-worry at inumpisahan mo na mag-pray, this is God's promise for you. Then you will experience God's peace which exceeds anything we can understand. His peace will guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. So yun, yung peace ng Panginoon, yun yung ibibigay niya sa'yo. There is provision when you pray. Diba? And learn to have a different perspective. You will be victorious in your life. Do not be a warrior, but be a warrior. Sabi ni David sa verse 32, Don't worry about these Philistines. David told Saul, I'll go fight him. So sabi niya, huwag kayong mag-alala dyan sa Philistines, sa giant na yan, ako ang lalaban sa kanya. So hindi ka dapat maging warrior, instead, ikaw dapat ay maging warrior ng Panginoon. Why? Because you are not designed by God to be a warrior. Hindi ka dinesign ng Panginoon para mga problema, hindi ka dinesign ng Panginoon para mag-alala na mag-alala, pero dinesign ka ng Panginoon to be a warrior. You are designed by God to be a warrior. So, ang mga tunay na warrior, sila yung mga may puso na lumalaban. Kahit gano'n man kalaki at gano'n katindi yung kalaban. Si David, maliit lang siya, pero yung kalaban niya, kalaban nila, ay napakalaki si Goliath. But, hindi niya nakita kung gano'n ito kalaki. Pinanindigan niya, or tinayuan niya yung pagiging warrior na dinisign sa kanya ng Panginoon. Ang tunay na warrior, they do not turn back from battles. Hindi daw sila, uh, ang tunay na warrior ay hindi tumatalikod or umaalis sa mga battles. Sa halip, hinaharap nila mga battles in life. Ikaw, tayo sa life natin, may times na ba na tumalikod tayo or um, iniwan natin yung mga battles in life? Kapatid, sabi ng Lord, we need to face our battles dahil dinesign ka ng Panginoon to be a warrior, no? So, yan. Ngayon, sa panahon natin, we we have frontliners, we have um, modern day warriors, no? Na kumakaharap sa sa panahon natin ngayon, sa COVID-19, sa sakit, no? Na kahit um, merong, kahit na may takot na nararamdaman sila, but hindi sila napanghihinaan ng loob, hindi nila hindi sila nagpapa-overwhelm dun sa takot nila. They are risking their lives para labanan lang itong sakit na ito na kinakaharap ng bawat isa sa atin ngayon. So, pasalamatan natin yung, yung life ng mga frontliners na yan. Yung mga doctors, yung mga nurses, yung mga police, yung mga army, kahit yung mga barangay na umiikot sa, ano, sa paligid natin, no, sa, mga, sa mga lugar natin. They are doing it. They are facing this giant just Um, just for us to be safe. Diba? Sila yung frontliner, sila yung warrior na humaharap doon. But, alam mo ba, katulad nila, tinawag ka din ng Panginoon, tinawag ka din ng Diyos to be frontliner. Tinawag ka din niya to be a frontliner. Sing with them, you two, we too are called to be frontliners by God. So, sa paanong paraan tayo tinawag ng Diyos, para maging frontliner, tinawag ka ng Panginoon 
to be a frontliner in prayer. To be a prayer warrior. So, sila, nandun sila sa field. Yung mga, ano, yung mga doctors. Pero tayo, sa mga tahanan natin, pwede kang maging warrior by just kneeling down and pray, praying unto God to intercede for those people, to our frontliners, to our government, and even doon sa mga taong may sakit na sila ay gumaling sa mga nararamdaman nila or na, na, na-experience nila na sakit. No, we are called by God to be a frontliner. So, like David, huwag tayong matakot. Let, let us be a warrior, not be a warrior. I understand na nakakatakot dahil hindi natin nakikita yung, ano, yung, yung kalaban natin. But God said, For God will never give you the spirit of fear, but the Holy Spirit who gives you mighty, mighty power, love, and self-control. Sabi yun sa 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 7. Hindi daw tayo bibigyan ng Panginoon ng takot, pero ang ibibigay sa atin ng Panginoon ay um, yung Holy Spirit na magbibigay sa atin ng kapangyarihan at magbibigay sa atin ng pag-ibig at ng self-control. At yung power na yon na bibigay sa atin ng Panginoon ay nasa ating mga panalangin. Your prayer has a power. Kapatid, as a soldier, as a frontliner of God, our weapon is our prayer. Our weapon is our praise. Our weapon is our worship. So there is power in your prayer. There is power in your prayer, you need to use it. Your family needs your prayer. Your community needs your prayer. Our country needs your prayer. Our leaders needs your prayer. The world needs frontliners like you and me that will pray for uh, for those people who are in need right now. The world needs frontliners like you and me that will pray for those people who are in need right now. So, we need to have a different perspective like David na huwag tayong mag-worry, huwag tayong mangamba, huwag tayong matakot, but let us be a warrior, let us be a prayer warrior, let our uh, let our lives uh, be used by God in this uh, in this battle. No? So, yun yung number one point. We need to have a different perspective katulad ni David. So, pangalawang point, In order for us to have a victorious life in our battles, number two, his method differs from others. Nakita ni David kung paano matatalo si Goliath habang yung iba ay natatakot at nangangamba. Habang yung iba, they are worrying. Habang yung iba, uh, namumproblema na sila kung ano yung gagawin nila. Si David, nakita niya kung paano tatalo si Goliath. His method differs from others. Why? Malalaman natin ngayon. Si David ay minaliit ni Saul, ngunit siya ay naging persistent. Sabi sa kanya ni Saul, sa pa, sinabi niya kay Saul kung sa paanong paraan niya tatalunin si Goliath. So, ganito yung pagkakasabi niya kay, ano, kay Saul nun. Ako ay nag-aalaga ng mga tupa at ng kambing ng aking, uh, ng aking ama. So, kada may may leon at may bear may bear o oso na lalapit dun sa aming mga kawan or tupa ginagawa ko lumalapit ako at pinagtatanggol yung mga yung mga tupa na yon and kapag siya daw yung binabalingan kapag si David yung binabalingan ng lions at ng bear ang ginagawa niya 
kinakatch niya yung joke or yung panganong uh, lion at number at saka niya ito ini-strap or pinapatay or tinatalo. So, this is my method, sabi ni, ni, ni David. Ganto yung pagkakasabi ni David kay King Saul. Gantong paraan ko rin tatalunin si Gulayat. Sabi niya, I have done this to both lions and bears. Ginawa ko to sa lions at bears and I'll do it to this pagan Philistine for he has defied the armies of the living God. Kung paano ko tinalo, kung paano ko um, na-overcome yung lions and bears na yun, ganito ko rin i-overcome itong, si, itong pagan Philistine na ito. Itong uncircumcised Philistine na ito, sabi ni David. So, ito yung method ni David. And, how to be victorious in our battles in life, we need to have different method, katulad ni David. How to be victorious, you need to see the end of the enemy. Verse 37 says, The Lord who rescued me from the claws of the lion and the bear will rescue me from this Philistine. Si Lord na nag-rescue sa akin mula dun sa mga lions and bears, siya din yung magliligtas sa akin mula dito sa Philistine na ito. Remember, church, remember how God rescued you from your problems from the past. Remember how God saved you from those difficult times of your life. How God saved you from your sickness. How God healed you from your diseases. Remember how God provided you when you are in great need. Alalahanin mo yung mga time na niligtas ka ng Panginoon mula dun sa mga may hirap na bagay. For example, si mga due dates mo sa trabaho, yung mga um, deadlines mo. Alalahanin mo kung paano ka niligtas ng Panginoon sa boss mo. Alalahanin mo kung paano ka niligtas ng Panginoon mula sa maling decisions na, na, na nagawa mo sa buhay. Alalahanin mo kung paano ka niligtas at pinagtagumpay ng Diyos sa bawat aspeto ng buhay. And use it. Gamitin mo ito as your testimony to defeat your enemy. Diba? Ang sabi ni David, niligtas ako ng Panginoon mula sa kamay ng mga leyon at ng oso, ganun din ililigtas ako ng, ng Diyos sa Pilistina ito. Pero sa atin, sa life natin, alalahanin mo kung paano ka rescue ng God sa mga problems mo, sa mga giants na kinaharap mo na sa buhay and use it to see the end of your enemy. Nakita mo na na kayang pagtagumpayan yung ibang bagay. Ngayon, isipin mo or tingnan mo na kaya mo ding pagtagumpayan yung kalaban o yung enemy or any forms of giants na kinaharap mo sa buhay. Ngayon, the method to defeat your enemy is through your testimony. Take hold of it. Si, si David nag-testify siya ito yung ginawa ng Lord sa akin. Ito, ito ulit yung gagawin niya. In every battle, there is a vic- uh, no, there is an ending. There is a winner. And there is a loser. No, there is a vic- victors and there is uh, di- there is victims. There is victorious and there there is defeated. So, the word of God gives us an assurance that um, in Christ Jesus we are victorious. We are more than conquerors. Therefore, una pa lang, pinagtagumpay ka na ng Panginoon. Una pa lang, panalo na tayo. We are not a victim. We are victorious in Christ Jesus. Tayo ay mananagumpay sa Panginoon. So, David's method differs from others. Pangalawa, because ito yung, yung time na sinuotan ni, ano, binigyan ni Saul si David ng armor para isuot niya ito. 
David, sinukat niya, sinuot niya, pero nung time na parang sabi niya, hindi ako sanay dito. Hindi ko, ayokong isuot to. I cannot go in this, he said to Saul, because I am not used to them. So, he took them. Hinubad ni David yung, um, yung armor niya. Sino yung um, kilala mo or alam mo na sundalo or warrior or soldier o kahit anuman nasasabak sa laban na, wad, na walang dalang sandata, walang dalang uh, armor o kahit ano pa man. Diba? Napakaiba ng method na ginawa ni David dito. Si Saul, meron siyang pinaplano eh. Kaya gusto niya ipasuot kay ano kay David yung armor niya. But God give David wisdom kaya hinubad niya yun. So ganito yung nangyari. Ang bawat uh, bawat soldiers or bawat warriors meron silang kanya-kanyang um, specific at unique na armor. Yung armor na yun, kapag suot ng isang tao sa gera or sa laban, yun yung pagkakakilala niya. So ibig sabihin, nung ipapasuot ni David yung yung coat niya, yung armor niya kay yung, nung ipapasuot ni Saul kay David yung armor niya or yung coat niya, nakita niya kasi na kaya magtagumpay ni David. Nakita niya na malakas si David at kaya niyang talunin si Goliath through his testimony. And ang plan niya kapag napagtagumpayan niyo ni David, ang makikita ng mga tao ay hindi si David kundi siya. Why? Dahil suot ni David yung armor ni Saul. But God give um, David the wisdom na huwag yun isuotin. Huwag mag-rely dun sa armor, huwag mag-rely dun sa weapons, but only mag-rely lang sa Panginoon. Mag-rely lang sa Diyos because He have His own weapon. He has His own weapon. He has His own armor. So sabi sa Psalms 18 verse 2, The Lord is my rock and my fortress and my deliverer, my God, my strength in whom I will trust, my shield, and the horn of my salvation, my stronghold. David doesn't need any armor because his shield is the Lord. So how can we be victorious in our lives? Huwag tayong mag-rely dun sa weapons, sa armor, o sa kahit anumang physical na bagay na meron tayo sa lakas mo, sa talino, or sa kayamanan mo, but always rely on the Lord. He is your weapon, He is your stronghold, He is your shield, He is the rock of your salvation. Only sa Panginoon lang tayo magkakaroon ng victory kapag nag-rely tayo sa Kanya. So we need to have a different method katulad ni David. Huwag mong gamitin, huwag uh, ka mag-rely dun sa uh, way ng iba para maging successful sila sa buhay. Huwag ka mag-rely dun sa way ng iba kung paano nila ginagawa. Sabi nga ng Lord, diba? sabi sa Bible, do not be conformed, but be transformed. So transform our methods Kung dati ang ginagawa natin ay method natin, sarili natin method ngayon, mag-relay ka, mag tayo sa Panginoon because He will give us victory in our lives. So, number three. His conviction differed from others. So, ang conviction daw ni David ay kakaiba dun sa iba. So, David replied to the Philistines, You come to me with sword, spear, and javelin, but I come to you in the name of the Lord of Heaven's armies, the God of armies of Israel, whom you defied. Yun yung sinabi dun sa verse 45. And sabi din sa verse 46, says here na, Today the Lord will conquer you and I will kill you and cut off your head. 
Then I will give the dead bodies of your men to the birds and wild animals. And when the whole world and the whole world will know that the Lord rescues His people, but not with sword and spear. This is the Lord's battle, and He will give you to us. Ang conviction ng conviction ni David ay sobrang kakaiba. He wants to fight for the glory of God. Ang conviction ni David para lumaban ay para uh, para ipaglaban yung armies of the living God. He come he come to Goliath with uh, only by the name of the Lord. Si, si Goliath ay lumapit sa kanya na may spear, na may sword, na may javelin, pero siya ang dala-dala niya lang. Ang dala-dala niya ay pangalan ng Panginoon. Yes, there is weapon ang kalaban, but there uh, there is no weapon formed against us that will prosper. Walang anumang um, gawa ng kaaway or weapon of the enemy ang magig, uh, magiging victorious sa life natin because we have the name of the Lord in our hearts. We have the name of the Lord in our lives. Ang nakakahanga kay David, yung conviction niya ay kakaiba. Ang conviction niya is to fight for God's glory. Siya ay lumalaban, hindi para makilala siya, hindi siya lumalaban para sa sarili niya, hindi siya lumalaban uh, para lang sa personal na na, uh, na reasons, but he is fighting for the name of the Lord. He is fighting for the glory of God. And dapat meron din tayong ganung conviction katulad ni David. And para maging victorious tayo sa mga battles natin sa buhay, huwag mong ilaban yung battle mo na sa sarili mo lang. Huwag mong gawing motivation um, yung, yung personal gains mo or huwag mong hayaan na ikaw yung mag-glorify sa laban mo but always um, let the Lord be glorified in your battles. Katulad ni David, he fights for the glory of God. Si si Saul, si Goliath, pwedeng lumalaban siya para uh, para mas maging sikat pa siya, para mas maging malakas siya, para mas maging kilala yung Philistine. But David, siya ay lumalaban para mas makilala ang Lord. Sabi dun sa sa verse, "Today the Lord will conquer you and I will kill you and cut off your head. Then I will give your dead bodies of your men to the birds and wild animals. Then the whole world will know" that the Lord rescues His people. Ang laban ni, laban ni David ay hindi para sa kanya, pero ang laban niya ay para sa Panginoon. So, in every battles of our lives, lahat ng gagawin mo, for example, sa school, sa work, di ba? ginagawa mo ito para ma-promote ka, ginagawa mo para mag-excel ka, ginagawa mo para uh, mas uh, makilala ka, hindi dapat ganun. But everything na gagawin mo, do it all, for the glory of God and you will receive and you will have victory or victories in your life. David's conviction is anchored in his confidence. His conviction is anchored in his confidence. Si David ay sobrang convict, grabe yung conviction niya na siya ay lalaban dahil meron siyang confidence. Hindi siya nag-rely sa anumang weapon, hindi siya nag-rely sa kung anumang um, sword, or spear, but he relied, his confidence is in the name of the Lord only. Ang conviction niya ay nasa Panginoon. Ang conviction niya ay mananalo siya dahil ang laban na yon ay hindi niya laban. It is 
the Lord's battle and his conviction is that God will give him the victory because he relied alone in the name of the Lord and he fights for the name of God. So today, God is telling us that sabi dun sa verse, today the Lord will conquer this giant. Amen? Today the Lord will conquer you, sabi ni, ni David. And have faith that today all your giants, all the giants in your life, in any forms, will be conquered also. Pero hindi lang dapat faith yung meron. Hindi ka lang dapat naniniwala. But kinakailangan meron ka ding aksyon na gawin. Sabi doon, the Lord will conquer the Lord will conquer you or the Lord will conquer Goliath and you will kill those giants. Si Lord yung magka-conquer, ikaw yung papatay. Ikaw yung tatapos dun sa Goliath na kinakaharap mo. Ibinigay na sa'yo ng Lord yung tagumpay sa laban. Ang kailangan mo nalang gawin is paniwalaan at lakaran yung victory na ibinibigay sa'yo ng Panginoon. Meron na, victorious na. Kailangan mo lang malaman. Kailangan mo lang paniwalaan at lakaran. Sinabi ng Panginoon, nakita din niya yung ano eh, nakita niya din yung end ng enemy. The Lord has said, it is finished. Magsabihin, napagtagumpayan niya na lahat ng bagay. Natapos na ng Panginoon yung mga bagay na kinakaharap natin for today. Sickness, sin, death, lahat ng yan ay na-overcome na ng Panginoon. Ang kinakailangan mo na lang lumakad dun sa victory na ibinigay sa'yo ng Panginoon. Kinakailangan mo na lang i-take or uh, akuin or i-receive yung victory na yun na binibigay sa atin ng Panginoon. So, I believe that through this topic, we can be victorious in our lives. We can be victorious in every battles in our lives. So, so tuloy, tuloy lang natin yung verse. As Goliath, verse 48, as Goliath moved closer to attack, David quickly ran out to meet him, reaching out into his shepherd's bag and taking out a stone. He hurled with his sling and hit the Philistine in his forehead. The stone sunk in and Goliath stumbled and face fell face down on the ground. So David triumphed over the Philistine with only a sling and a stone, for he had no sword. Then David ran over and pulled Goliath's sword from its sheath. David used it, killed him, and cut off his head. So there are um, giants, there are um, Goliaths in our life that we are facing. But God's promise, God's will for us is to be victorious, katulad ni David. So David, he triumphed over the Philistine, not with sword, not with spear, but only with a sling and a stone. And napatay niya yung kaaway sa pamamagitan din ng sword na meron siya, or sword na gamit ni Goliath. So, anything na na bagay na masama or sa tingin natin ay hindi maganda para sa atin, God will turn it for our good. Every bad things, it, God will turn it to our good. And that is uh, what happened to David kung paano niya tinalo si Goliath. So, expect that God will give victory in your life also. So, Paano ba tayo magkakaroon ng victorious life? We need to learn how David respond from his battle. Number one, his perspective differs from others. Do not be a war- warrior, but be a warrior. 
Number two, his method differs from others. He see the end of the enemy. Nakita niya na itong katapusan ng kaaway at ng kalaban. And number three, his convictions differed from others. He fights for the glory of God. So for this uh, time, may I pray for you. Can you just close your eyes and uh, manalangin tayo. Our Father in